1: Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and
0: callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin.
2: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living. If you're on the West Coast, you're in the morning, and if you're on the East Coast, we're at two in the afternoon. I'm Patricia Raskin. <laughs> And we have an amazing guest on today. She has a talk show on voiceamerica.com. Her name is Simran Singh. She's a creative visionary, transformational catalyst, and humorist in the realms of metaphysics, spirituality, and motivation. She is the award-winning publisher of the 1111 magazine, and she hosts the number one rated syndicated 1111 talk radio show right here on Voice America and on the Lighter Side Radio broadcast on World Puja Network. And she globally reaches hundreds of thousands of individuals with her impassioned wisdom. Hello, Simran. So great to have you on the show.
1: Oh, it's wonderful to be here with you, Patricia. I'm excited for a wonderful conversation.
2: Thank you. Well, you know, you travel around the world and you talk about how they can tap into their higher essence, and their flow, and have
1: joy and peace in their lives. Do we all have that ability? We all have that ability because we all get the messages all of the time. The beauty is the universe is speaking to each and every one of us on a constant, consistent basis if we will just become aware of it. And that very language, when we tap into it and we start to follow it, literally leads us out of every obstacle and challenge and opens us to our gifts and our unique genius. We just have to avail ourselves to the many wonderful, beautiful ways that the universe is speaking to us through the world.
2: Mm-hmm. And how do they do that? How, I mean, is it, is it through a voice? Is it through an image, a symbol, all of the above?
1: Well, you know, I was one of those people that really wanted to hear the voices and really wanted to have the visions and really wanted all of that supernatural, mystical stuff that everyone else seemed to be getting. And it didn't work that way for me. My life uh, went through a period where I unconsciously gave up who I was, people pleased, became the walking dead. And in that moment of surrender and desperation, I simply cried out, just give me a sign, give me anything, just let me know that this is not a random place where bad things happen. And I started seeing the numbers 11, 111, and 1111, 11, 25 to 30 times a day. And I wow. started really watching when they were showing up and what I was thinking when they were showing up. And, and I would take a step in a certain direction when they would show up. And then I thought wow, this is actually like a communication that's taking place. And if the universe can speak to me through numbers, I wonder how many other ways it is actually talking to me. And Mm -hmm. I started to discover that the conversation was coming through people, through insects, through birds, through trees, through experiences, through our homes, our cars. Actually, every single thing in the world is that communication coming back to us. In fact, the world is us representing us, speaking back to us all of the time, but we don't realize we've designed this this whole entire way.
2: Simran, did you figure out what those numbers meant, or did they have a meaning?
1: In that moment, I didn't know what they meant. They just kept showing up, but what I did realize was, number one, they were a constant tapping, and whether people are seeing those numbers or something else, you are seeing something that consistently has been showing up. And I started to look at what I was thinking about when they would show up. And it was usually something that was in my heart that I wished I could do, that I wanted to do, or a decision that I had to make, but I was always falling into the more practical mind rather than following the heart. So I decided to start following the heart and saying yes instead of practically uh, talking my way out of it. And when I started to do that, that yes prompted even more communication in other ways. And so I continually said yes. And it became this back-and-forth conversation that has literally led me through my life the past eight years in the most beautiful, magical way.
2: Mm, that's amazing. How, how did you know things were working for you? I mean, did things just start when you saw the numbers?
1: I started to have what we call coincidence and synchronicity pop up mm-hmm. more and more. So, yeah. for example, um, like right now, I'm on on a one-year, one-woman show tour around the country for the next 11 months, and this came in as guidance. But initially, uh, I was going through this divorce. I was leaving an 18-year arranged marriage. I got still, and all of a sudden, my numbers started showing up for me. So I knew that there was something that was about to happen, and I knew my spirit really wanted adventure. It wanted to change. It wanted me to experience my unknown self instead of the self that I'd always known, because that had gotten me as far as I could go. And so I started watching what was showing up around me, and I kept seeing things about singing or comedy, and I kept Mm -hmm. seeing things about this bold behavior, and I started to ask, okay, is that what it is, am I supposed to get out? Because I was more of a hermit-shy type of individual. And when I asked that question, the signs increased, and then all of a sudden, I got called to start doing a talk or to start doing a, a comedy show or different things started to happen when I said, okay, I'll try that. If that's what you're trying to get across to me, I'll try that. And slowly and steady, the doors started opening, and every time I would step through a door with a big yes from my heart, more doors or more connections would, would occur that would allow the journey to continue. Mm. And, and again, it's amazing what gets drawn into your life when you're in that space of openness and that space of wonder and excitement and willingness to discover something that you don't know mm-hmm. about yourself.
2: So what do you say to folks who, and this happens every day, people in business struggling with their health, with their relationship, struggling, again, with, with business, with money, uh, who have real challenges, and they're really scared, and they're, they're clutching and gripping and filled with fear. You know, how do you help somebody release from that, Simran?
1: So I think that we've all been there. I think we have different degrees of those places, and I don't want to discount the struggle that anyone has, but I would like to offer a different perspective, and okay. that is if we really did create this reality, let's say we've created every single piece and part of it, but not only did we create the path that we would take or the obstacles that we would create, but we actually created the people that were going to show up, and every other part of the set, the trees, the the automobiles that we would drive, the homes that we would have, and every other obstacle that would show up even there, to give us a message to let us know when we've kind of gone off course of our soul destiny. The beauty of the conversations with the universe and how the world speaks to us is we can either look at our life as being victims and these things are happening to us, or we can look at our lives and say, everything that's showing up for me is really here to show me an aspect of myself. So if my money is drying up in my life, where have I been in debt to myself or to other people? Money is the metaphysical equivalent for relationships. Where am I not fully in relationship to me or other people? Uh, the same thing when it comes to relationships. You know, if we have a spouse or a friend and we're judging that person in a certain way, rather than looking at them and pointing the finger, I started in my own life Started to say with everything, where is that in me? Where is that behavior in me, and what is it here to teach me? And then what is the gift it is trying to pull forward in me that I have not accessed before? And I not only did this then with every experience and every relationship, even the things that just came in front of my view. If I happened to turn on the TV and I saw a shooting at a school, my moment would be, wow, if that has shown up in my sphere, some of that must be in me. So where am I violent to myself and other people? Where am I violent in my words to myself or how I view myself or how I view other people? And it allowed me to clean and clear out myself in a way that was empowering rather than just thinking the world was random or that these people are out to get me or that Mm -hmm. life is hard. That's the change that starts to occur. And then when the signs show up and you're looking at them in this way, you develop this place of trust, because most of us don't trust life. So we don't Mm -hmm. trust people, and most of all, we don't Mm -hmm. trust ourselves. And when we start to follow the signs and know that the universe has our back, which is their ultimate message, all of a sudden we develop this trust, which then leads us to a place of courage and deeper self-love. So what you're
2: saying is the first thing you have to do, though, is develop trust, right? You have to open yourself up to knowing the universe is on your side. Did you say that's true, Samaritan?
1: I think that even it's a step right before that, and that is simply just being aware, not looking for signs, not keeping an eye out for something to show up, but simply being aware at what your eye happens to land on and knowing that the universe loves you enough to send you a specific message, that everything really does mean something, that there is nothing random. And when you become aware of what keeps showing up in your life, you start to see this magical little way that everything is intertwined and connected. That is what develops the trust that you can then anchor in.
2: Mm, Yeah. Let's talk about pain. And we talked about fear But let's talk about pain, particularly in loss, you know, when someone loses someone to death and they just, they feel that that's it, I'll never see them again. Talk about how they can reconnect with their loved ones.
1: Well, I think that, uh, and in the book, Conversations with the Universe, I go through a creation story and it helps to explain why certain things happen like that, why we lose people in our lives and why it happens at particular times and what that really is meant to uh, do for us as a soul and as our own self-realization. Certainly, whenever we have a loss, there is going to be a tremendous amount of pain and grief. And mm. oftentimes, that very moment that is coming up, although it is related to the person at hand, is really meant to take us back to that very first moment when we truly experience that kind of loss. And that may have been the loss of another person, a parent or a caregiver, um, either physically or in an emotional way to where we felt abandoned. And so when we can start to understand that the things that are showing up are really, quote-unquote, reincarnations of other events that are happening in our lives, it helps to bring a little bit of understanding as to why they have taken place. And then it also happens so that we open up parts of ourselves that have either gone numb, dormant, or were hidden. Because oftentimes we have to open up to compassion or open up to forgiveness or even open up to love because we've been pushing against life and controlling life rather than allowing and receiving life.
2: Simran, why are the senses so important in doing all of this, and the role of evolution, but also in being able to pick up the signals?
1: When I look at how the world speaks to us and Started writing that book, I was downloaded with some information in regard to how we don't truly tap into our senses to the degree that they guide us. You know, when we were cave people, uh, we used our sense of smell and could actually smell the weather coming from miles and miles and miles away. Or we could smell. Uh, cavemen could could smell where animals were that were many miles away that they needed to hunt. We've lost all of that. We've even lost our way to fully see. We don't see the auras and all of the different things with our eyesight because we've gotten too much into our heads. And as we evolve into these multidimensional humans, the only way to do that is to release our senses of the control that we've placed upon them and understand that when we see, we also need to see at the same time with the inner eye or that we need to also allow other senses to be felt through the eyes. So that means smelling with the eyes or or tasting with the eyes and and seeing with the ears. And I know that sounds a little strange and foreign, but there are stories in the book that help to understand that. And again, it takes you back to different experiences that you've had, which end up being the answers to a current obstacle that you're experiencing. This then leads you to the two most important senses that are required for evolution, and that is the sixth sense of intuition, which is strengthened when you start following the sign symbols and synchronicities, that conversation with the universe. And then the seventh sense, which actually is the most important one, and that is the sense of humor. And it's not a humor in the way that most people use it, kind of like a dig, or to hide their anger, or in a sarcastic way. This is a sense of humor that allows us to take our lives and all of the obstacles and challenges and things that have happened and view them in a lighter way that we can laugh Mm -hmm. at ourselves a little bit, that we can really take life lightly and understand that this is one giant play that we're creating, that we are here to play and that Mm -hmm. Earth is a playground. It's not even so much that it's an Earth school anymore. It is a playground for us to romp and play and experience because ultimately we are experience experiencing itself. And, and I think when people start to get that, then all of a sudden life is not as hard as, and as much of a struggle as we have experienced it as.
2: Talk about something that's happened in your life that was very difficult, whether it was painful, fearful, a, a loss of some kind. And the signs and signals that turn that around for you, Simone. Give us an example from your own life.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I think that the the greatest moment of breakdown in my life was when everything in my life left. My career was gone. I had been in the fashion industry for 30 years and built up a beautiful career. And all of a sudden, I had to walk away from that because I had no feeling. It was work- robotic, and I was a workaholic and couldn't remember days on end who I'd even talked to. Mm. And then my husband had left, He and he was experiencing all kinds of different addictions and, and different uh, types of experiences that were impacting my life in a very negative, emotional way. And and other parts of my life just crumbled, and I ended up being the walking dead, feeling very, very empty. And that is when the 11 started appearing. And in a very deep state of depression, after all of that loss, um, all friends and family just kind of turned away. And I really asked, you know, what do these signs and symbols mean? I got a a clear download to create 1111 Magazine and give that away to humanity for free. And I was given the very first issue, word for word, every picture, Mm. uh, image, and I was even given other visions of things to come like the radio show and, and different things. And I heard the message in that moment, do this now, you will heal and others will heal. And from that moment, I have allowed signs and symbols and synchronicity and everything in life to be my guide because we all have that guide, you know, sometimes we go out looking for another type of guide, whether it is a teacher or a guru on the outside, or hoping to have a spiritual guide that's an, uh, an unseen guide, when we've got the world guiding us all of the time. But we've never been taught to look at the world in this way. We've never been taught that magically the many symbols that show up through a course of the day could create a paragraph from the universe as to what we're supposed to do to solve a problem. And so, how I figured this out was the day I finished typing out everything that was in my head for this magazine, I realized I didn't know how to do graphics. And so mm-hmm. I stopped and I said, If you want this magazine out there, you're gonna to have to bring me a graphic designer. I'm not going looking for her. Mm-hmm. And I shut off the computer, shut the door and happened to turn back and the clock was flashing eleven eleven. The next night, the next morning, my computer had crashed, and I got a guy to come fix the computer, which he could not. It was completely shot. The only document that he could retrieve out of my computer happened to be 1111, and Mm. as I was writing the check, explaining to him what this magazine was, his response was, do you know I have this amazing friend? She's an incredible graphic designer, and she really could use something like this right now because she's going through a tough time. Mm. So literally the challenge, the crashing of my computer, was not an obstacle, but that's what we would look at that as. Instead, it was the very tool that was necessary to bring that graphic designer to me that was asked okay. for. Isn't
2: so that something? So when you got these messages, Simran, it sounds like you didn't doubt them. You, you really believed them, and you went to work. Did you question, well, gee, is this really real, or did you just say no? This is it.
1: You know, I think there were one of two things that happened. Number one, I was at such a place of surrender where everything was gone that it didn't, I didn't, couldn't lose anything by believing it. Number two, Mm. I've always been the type to just say yes and leap. And, and that's probably the one difference between me and most people or people that find themselves stuck. I just allow myself to say yes because I believe that there's no wrong turns. There's no mistakes in life that you cannot make a wrong choice because whatever choice you make is still going to lead you back to the place that you're supposed to end up. And Mm -hmm. so there's no reason to hesitate or stop or feel stuck because everything is going to be part of the path. And so I just surrendered to it and said, okay, this is, if this feels like what I'm being led to do, let me go for it. At the very least, I'm going to experience something that I've never experienced before.
2: And how long has this been since this happened?
1: The first issue of 1111 Magazine went out uh, in 19... i sorry, 2008. And mm-hmm. how you know that something is so guided is I'd never published a magazine before. Within three months, it had been picked up by Barnes & Noble. And three more months, it had become the radio show that's on Voice America. And then and after six months, it won an award. And I didn't do any of that. I just showed up to say yes. And mm-hmm. when you show up with that kind of clarity to say, I'm going to do this no matter what, everything lines up on your behalf. Yes. And the world just works for you rather than against you. Very
2: exciting. I, I really personally can relate to you on this in terms of my media work and, and things that I'm supposed to do. And I've actually said the same thing to the universe. I've said, all right, you want me to keep doing this work? Then I need this or I need that. And within a day, it will come. And then I will realize that it's uh, that I don't have to doubt that it's really there, and that's very exciting. Uh, And it is it is also often scary. And I think the thing I'd like you to address is, for most of us, people want to see the sign, Simran. You know, they want to be able to pick up that piece of paper and know it's there. And a lot of this isn't. It's intuitive. We have to believe. We have to trust. And sometimes the proof is not in front of us. I mean, it, it comes, but it doesn't always come immediately.
1: Well, I think it's going to always be there, and what you said is accurate. There, it is going to be how we believe, and that's the part that most of us don't realize. We don't even know what we believe. And mm-hmm. so if we believe in a world that we can't trust, then we're going to create those experiences. Yes. I'll give you a quick example of how I trust the world and how it works for me to prove that trust. I'm on this railroad Road tour since September 8th. I had a woman that volunteered to be the teacher for my two children who are on board this RV with me, 12 years old and 3 years old, and along with another woman that has volunteered to just completely support, both without any expectation. And we get to Vermont to put on the show. At the end of the show in Vermont, this woman comes up to me and says, you know, I'd never heard of you until two days ago. I honestly went back and forth about even coming because I wasn't sure if I could afford the $35 ticket. And I'm so glad I came because I'm completely inspired by what you were talking about and what you're doing. And I just want to put this out there. I know it's a long shot, but if for some reason Maggie, the school teacher, ever decides to lead this journey, I would like to be considered. I'm a school teacher. I'm certified, and I'm tired of teaching kids to sit down and be quiet. I want to teach them about adventure and play and let that be their education. And Mm -hmm. so... I I just took her information, and I left. And that next morning, Maggie, who had committed to the 11-month journey, woke me up at 6 in the morning, and she said, I'd like you to take me to the airport. I'm going to get a car, and I'm going to go home. And so Mm. she left. She was leaving us. And Mm. so that just proves how the universe lines it up, literally not skipping a beat and brought exactly what was needed in that moment before I even knew I needed it. But this is what I'm also trying to show by example on this journey of the rebel road and through the show, is that if we just dive into the unknown, and that means the unknown of the world, but more so the unknown of ourselves, because the unknown of ourselves is that higher self, that bigger self, that divine self that encompasses all things that we don't really even know. If we dive into that unknown self and we follow the signs and symbols and synchronicities the way that my book, The Conversations with the Universe, talks about Everything is supplied to us, and we don't need to worry. We can trust. And that has been proven again and again and again. And we're only four weeks in at this point.
2: How exciting. Well, Simran, we could talk for hours. You're so enlightening and inspirational. Tell people how they can, you really are. Tell people how we can find you and listen to your tapes and attend your seminars.
1: Absolutely. My main site is Simran, S-I-M-R-A-N hyphen, Singh Singh dot com. That's Simran Singh dot com. Eleven Eleven Magazine is freely gifted to humanity, so you can register for your free subscription there, and it comes out every other month. There's also access to my radio show, which is free to everyone, and uh, there's access to the Rebel Road website, which lists all the shows throughout this coming year across the country in addition to the Conversations with the Universe site where the book is listed and the free support tools, the meditations, the audios, and the videos that I created to help people really tap into their communication with the universe is all on that site as well.
2: All right. And the magazine 1111 is an online
1: magazine, correct? It is an online publication. I did print for a few years, and we do have some printed issues that are available if people want to have some of the print archives. But at this point, it is now only online.
2: All right. And also online, there's so much here. I mean, you have a Matrix Mastermind program, right, that's coming up. So that's a nine-month program.
1: I do. I have several different coaching programs that people can engage in if they're looking for that sort of support. I also have the Seeing the Signs. Um, sessions, which if they're seeing certain things in their life and they're not sure how to interpret or just beginning this communication, it helps them to understand how to interpret the messages so that they can start doing it for themselves. We can all do this, in addition to excursions that I take people on to Peru and South India so in exciting. the coming year. Right.
2: And the seeing signs on these sessions, are these individual or do you work in groups? These are individual,
1: and um, they can be done either by email or they can be done by phone or Skype.
2: Okay. All right. Well, this has been so inspirational, Simran. I'm so happy to have you on this program.
1: Well, thank you, Patricia. It's been my pleasure speaking with you. Really,
2: stay on the line for a minute. So my guest has been Simran Singh, who is a creative visionary, transformational catalyst, and humorist in the realms of metaphysics, spirituality, and motivation. She's the award-winning publisher of 1111 Magazine, and she hosts the number one rated syndicated 1111 talk radio show right here on Voice America on the Seventh Wave and on the Lighter Side Radio broadcast on World Puja Network. Again, thank you, Simran. And people can log on to Simran Singh, S-I-M-R-A-N-S-I-N-G-H. Oh, it's Simran-Singh, correct? S i m r a n hyphen S-I-N-G-H dot Again, thank you. All right, folks, remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. My website is PatriciaRaskin.com. You can write to me, Patricia, at PatriciaRaskin.com. Have a great week. Bye for now.